characters are all that we care about. It's No Boring Stories, episode 21. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. And that's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and my favorite superhero of all time is, of course, Spidey himself. Spider-Man. Guy's hilarious. Look, today on the show, we're going to talk about the characters that stand out to us and, of course, why characters stand out to us. Sometimes we spend so much energy and time and effort trying to create a good environment, but without a good character, the environment doesn't matter. What happened doesn't matter if there's nobody that it happened to. So let's get deep, let's get real, let's get authentic, let's put some time and effort into understanding how to create a good character, how to tell your story so that your character comes through and becomes memorable to us. Okay, we're going to teach some things, we're going to get into it, but first here's what I want to do. I'm going to teach you, or I'm going to tell you a boring story, and then I'm going to tell you that same story in a not boring way. And then we'll break down what the difference is. Here we go. I went to college and in college I had an opportunity to be in a production. And part of my role in that production was to rappel down from the catwalk on a 150 foot climbing rope. I strapped in and got on the rope and tried to control my speed, but Uh, was doing it improperly and was free falling all the way down until I finally let the uh, device do what it needed to do. And I stopped about six feet from splat on the ground. I hung there for a minute, fell down, eventually got down to the ground, uh, fixed up my wounds and came back a week later to perform in the show better than ever. Maybe you're captivated. Maybe you're into that. Maybe you're like, hmm, that's interesting. Tell you what, though, it's boring. All I did was tell you details. I just told you about the thing that happened. And yes, I told you that about how it happened to me or how I happened in the story. But I didn't tell you any feelings. I didn't tell you any motivation. I didn't tell you anything about myself as an actual character. Boring. And if that's all that you're doing, if you're just showing up, you're just telling us what happened to you, I'm telling you we're going to check out. No matter how great the story is, if all you're doing is giving the details of what happened, we're going to tune out. We want to know who it happened to. We want to know about the person that these events are happening to. Did you know that a plot is just there to plot against the main character? Anything that happens in a movie is happening to the characters, and that's why we're interested. We are interested in what and how the characters interact with and engage in the situations happening around them. 
So when you tell your story, you tell your business story, we want to know why you created what you do, why you got to the point that you went, you got to with all of the circumstances that you went through. Okay, so here's the not boring version of that story. All my life, I wanted to be an actor. I grew up watching my mom act. I remember sitting backstage and hearing her uh, get on stage and deliver a line and the audience laughing responding to her. And I thought, I want to do that. I want to be able to have that effect on people to, to change the way that they breathe in a room. Wouldn't that be something? So of course, I looked for every opportunity I could in high school to act, to be a part of all the drama productions and everything that I could do there and constantly learning and having conversations with my mom and stepdad about what acting really requires and looks like and why some people are better than others, learning everything I could and leading all the way towards, of course, leaving high school and not going to college because I'm going to make it big. So I just moved into an apartment with my brother in downtown Toronto and tried to get my headshot around so that I could become a big famous actor, win an Oscar by the time I'm 21. That was the real goal. But would you believe it? It was hard. It was difficult to actually reach that goal, to get noticed. It was difficult to be seen. It was difficult to get an agent. And so I kind of bailed on it and took a left turn and went into youth ministry and went to school across the country in Saskatchewan at a small Bible college where I, my friends were. And he kind of led me there and it was great. And while I was there, though, I wasn't there just for youth ministry. No, 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 no. I found every opportunity I could, just like in high school, to act. I took a couple of drama classes. I was in the Christmas musical, even though I couldn't sing. That's a story for another day. And the one um, opportunity that was most exciting and probably most dangerous of all of them was when I got to be a pirate in a mock production of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Here I go showing up for the first day of rehearsals and I'm given a role and I, I'm like, yes, okay, I know my line, yar. That was my line for this first scene was simply to say yar, but how we said it, how we interacted with the audience, that was the exciting part. You see, because what we knew was that at the beginning of this production, pirates were gonna come out from every door, run down the aisles, and scare the audience as much as they could. Remember all that piece about interacting with the audience, having an effect on the audience, changing their breathing? This was my opportunity. And they said, we have an idea, the producers. We'd like to have a pirate come down from the catwalk up there, and everybody looked up. And 150 feet above the seats where we were sitting, there was a catwalk. And they said, we could secure a rope if somebody's willing to do this. And before he could finish his sentence, I threw up my hand. So me and the, the technician and the director walked up there. Now, the director, I'd say he kind of looked like uh, Justin Timberlake. Like in the 1990s, like NSYNC kind of frosted tips, Justin Timberlake days. And the technician, the guy who was like there for safety... Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, uh, let's say that he was like Shia LaBeouf. I mean, he kind of looked like Shia LaBeouf, and I would say that he was about as aloof as Shia LaBeouf as well. Uh, as we uh, set up the rope, leaned over the edge, and said, how's that look? I said, well, it looks far. And then he dropped the rope. And imagine, if you will, 
a long coil of rope that then gets tossed over the edge. <laughs> and people down there look up and we look down and we say, hey, you might want to move. So then I got hooked up. They put me in these, uh, you know, those rock climbing um, kind of briefs that are tight in all the wrong places. And I'm getting a little nervous at this point. I mean, I've always been kind of a thrill seeker. I snowboarded. I would I would cliff jump. I would do all the things, and I've broken a bunch of bones. And that wasn't a worry to me. That's why I, I volunteered so quickly. And yet, they hadn't told me anything. They hadn't told me how to do this. They hadn't told me how this works. So I was already getting dressed in the gear, and I didn't know any details. Have you ever been in a place like that where you're like stepping into a situation because you knew it was exciting and then you realized, oh, I need to know some facts about this, about how this is going to work? Uh-huh. So I asked Shia LaBeouf, okay, so what's the deal, man? How do I do this? And he was like, just do it. No, he wasn't. Um, but he, he did say, okay, well, here, here's the thing. You're going to attach the rope through the belt here and it's going to go through this small device that's about the size of a uh, bottle opener. And... The rope goes through here, and this controls everything for you. This is your lifeline. And if you pull on this handle, on the Grigory, then you'll go faster. If you let go, you'll stop. Say it back. Faster, go, slow, let go, stop. Sorry. Open or pull on it, and I'll go faster. Let go, and I'll stop. He said, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Do you want a glove? I said, do I need a glove? He said, some people need a glove. I said, I don't need a glove. I looked at Justin and he was like, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. It's such a terrible joke. Okay. And so uh, I climbed over the edge and I'm hanging there. I'm attached to the rope. And then I was holding on to the edge and scooching down a little bit, just inch by inch with Grigory controlling everything. And then the moment that I got just a little bit below the catwalk and I'm free hanging there. I'm telling you, if I jumped off of this, I'm dead. It's not like, oh, he's going to break his legs. It's like, I'm going to be a splat, an actual mark on the pavement or on the carpet. That's it. And so I'm scooching down a little bit and I look up and I'm like, is everything okay? Can I just go down? He's like, yeah, sure. Go for it. So I've got one hand on Grigory, one hand on the rope. And I start looking down and scooching a little bit, trying to make it kind of go smooth, you know, and feeling a little bit more confident, feeling like, okay, I could do this. And always a thrill seeker, always wanting somebody or wanting to, uh, to go a little bit faster. I pulled it open and then I started going faster. And then there was this specific moment. And again, maybe you've felt this where you are like, yeah, this is fun. And then it just gets a little bit uncomfortable. You're like, whoa, I went too far with this. <laughs> well, here I am sliding down the rope. It's just me and Grigory, my best friend in the world at this point. And I feel like Grigory has failed me because I was going a little too fast. So I wanted to stop it. So I pulled on it fat. I've pulled on it harder. But of course, what does pulling on it do? Makes me go faster. So I start going. And actually, I'm pulling on it so much 
There's no tension. The rope is just freely gliding through Grigory, and my th- my heart goes up to my throat. And I'm realizing in this moment, Grigory is failing me. I am free falling. I need to hold on for my life. So with my left hand holding onto the rope, I think my hand will stop me. So I grip onto the rope as tightly as I possibly can to stop myself from falling. And then I hear this voice, this voice from above. And it's this whole moment that probably took a minute or 1.78 seconds, but it felt like an eternity. And I looked up and I swear I heard the voice of God, but it wasn't God. It was Justin and Shia. And they were looking down at me and they yelled four significant words. Let go, you fool. And I gracefully let go. Not with the hand holding onto the rope. No, I think that one was actually like singed on there. That was that was secured onto that rope, actually burned into it. But I let go of Grigory. The handle snapped and I stopped. The whole rope snapped. The whole catwalk shook. And the people that I was merely six feet above at this point looked up at me as I swung there gracefully in the no breeze inside this auditorium. And I looked at them and I said, Yar! And then I slowly but surely scooted down to the floor, took some deep breaths, and then looked at my hand. And I was like, hmm, that's what a bone looks like when it's been burned down through the skin, when the skin has been burned down into the bone. Okay. So I bandaged my hand up. I went and played some intramural basketball, and I was back on that rope one week later, going down upside down, doing like acrobatics on the thing with a sword in my teeth and making the crowd gasp and frightened because I could have that effect on people. That is character. That's a character building story. You know so much about me now because I told you all of the things, all of my motivation, all of my hopes, all of my desires, all of the feelings that I felt in that moment, going down the rope, stepping up to the rope, waiting for it, You even know some other characters in the story, and now these people aren't just people. Remember I said, oh yeah, there's the producer or the director and the technician. You have no idea who those people are. But now, you know that there was me, and there was a guy that looked like Shia LaBeouf, and there was a guy that looked like Justin Timberlake, and now you know that the characters are in this story. You know the characters in this story. And specifically, you care about me going through that movement. We care about the characters more than anything. We want to know how they will change through this. Will they reach their goal? Will they get to this? Will they change? Ultimately, will they do what we want them to do, what we hope they will do? Okay, but you, let's bring this back to business now. That's some great storytelling tips. And if you're telling stories around a table, this is what I want you to do is to focus completely on you, on the character. And we'll get into really more specifics in just a second. But so often we don't do this. We separate ourselves from the story. We separate the character from the plot, the the character from the situation because we want to step away from that. We don't want to make it all about us. We don't want to seem arrogant. And specifically in business, we've been taught recently that we need to make the client the hero. And if we talk about us all the time, well, then we become the hero. 
So we want to, and, and we don't want to be the face of the brand. We want the brand to speak for itself. Sometimes we don't want to tell the story like this. We don't want to tell about the character because the story is too personal, quite frankly. And here's probably the hardest one to, to take, the hardest pill to swallow. Maybe you're not telling a story with enough of your character in it because you don't see yourself as the hero. But of course, you're the hero of your life. You're the hero of your story. Any story that you tell about yourself actually revolves around you. You know, we've been told all our life the world doesn't revolve around us. Well, in your stories, guess what? Everything revolves around you, the main character. So go ahead and tell it that way. Tell us how you felt in a situation. You can tell us what you think other people felt, what you think is going on, but all that you know is what you felt and what you saw. So look, as you go through your life and you talk about other characters, you talk about yourself as a character, start to develop this and start to look at what is most important, who is most important, and how are they feeling. I know that as I've gone through my story, there are so many characters that have entered in along the way in different masterminds that I've been in, different jobs that I've been in, different friends that I've had. And what I know is that I cannot grow any idea that I have on my own. So as I'm trying to grow this podcast continually and get more amazing opportunities out here and more amazing episodes out for you to hear, I would love to know who you want to hear on the show. If you're a listener to this and you are engaged in this, I know that you have important people in your life that have amazing stories. Let me know who they are. Tell me about them. Specifically, I love to hear stories from entrepreneurs and online business owners, people in this space or public speakers, storytellers of all kinds. Connect them with me. I'm trying to expand this network and get more people involved in a No Boring Stories podcast because their characters are important to this story. So if you know somebody, then please reach out to me on Instagram at Street Says or shoot an email over to media at alexstreet.ca and get a conversation started about who should be on the show. All right, here's three quick ideas on how you can elevate characters in your storytelling because we care about the characters. Number one, talk about how you felt. Number two, talk about who else was there. And number three, talk about how you've changed, how you felt. Now, I mean, this is all about emotions. And if you listen to the last uh, solo episode that 96% of people buy with their emotions, I, I touched on emotions there and the emotional impact of storytelling. This is where this shows up. When you talk about how you felt, we start to feel that. We start to see you. We start to actually trust you as a person with real feelings and fears and desires. Instead of just talking about what happened, or what you did, talk about how you felt and what you thought. How you felt. Go look up some feeling words and get into it. Number two, talk about who else was there. Again, yes, you are the main character, but there were obviously other people in it. And here's some really easy ways to bring character to your characters, just like I did. There was the director, Jordan, and there was the technician, this other guy. I think his name was Mike. But you don't know those guys, so I gave them very quick descriptors that you are very familiar with. So now you can put a face and even a personality to these characters. 
You can do that with celebrity ties, just like I did. You could also do it with a song. You could say like, this person kind of reminded me of the song Happy by Pharrell Williams. And now I know exactly what that person is like. Or in another story I've told, I, I said that this guy is kind of like uh, white rice with a little bit of Tabasco sauce, you know, mostly plain, but then it pops every now and then. And now you know what kind of a person he is. You get a really clear idea on this basic character level of who they are. So tell us about who else was there. Give us one really quick, easy descriptor of who they are, what they looked like, and let us actually imagine it even more. Talk about how you felt. Talk about who else was there. And most importantly, talk about how you've changed. This is the journey. This is the story arc that I will touch on again and again and again and again. You went from this to this. Tell us what that journey was like. And that story I told you, you know, I said that I went from wanting to affect an audience to now showing up better than ever. There was this moment where I realized that like I really can have an effect on people. And it went from dream to doing. It went from dream to happening. It went from idea to, to, to moment. It went from confusion on how is this going to happen to absolute clarity on, oh, look what I can do when I put an effort into it. And also, I don't die while I'm falling down the rope. Talk about how you've changed through the moment. That's what we want to hear. That's what's most important. That's what storytelling is. It's all about change. If you do this, if you put in this effort and you focus on characters in your storytelling, whether this is online, whether you're trying to build a business or you're showing up on stage or you're sitting around a dinner table, we are going to attach ourselves to your story. We are going to, if you're running a business, we're going to attach ourselves to your brand because of you. We are going to fall in love with a brand because we've fallen in love with you and your character development. Do you understand? That's what's at stake here. You're trying to build a business. You can't do it without building a good character and a good story. And when you do that, we're going to attach ourselves to you, the character. Don't shy away from it. It's the reality. It's how this works. If you tell a good story with a good character, we're going to find ourselves in that story. This actually won't be about you. This will be about me. I'm going to see myself in that role, in that moment. This is called transportation in transformation. It's a storytelling magical trick that happens when you tell a story. I do actually begin to imagine myself in that situation. You tell it well, I'll see that change happening for me and possible for me too. And finally, we're going to remember you as the hero. Whatever happened in this story, we are going to remember you as a hero. Now, whether that means hero in like a Spider-Man sense, like you're saving the day, or hero as in the main character, somebody important to the journey, the protagonist, we're going to remember you as that. And that's worth remembering. That's worth working on because you are worthy of that role. You are worthy of your story. And you, your character, matters. If you do all this, not only are you going to stand out, not only are we going to remember you, but you're going to be telling a better story. I am so, so grateful that you have chosen to be a part of this. Please, if you like this, share it on Instagram. It would mean the world to me so that other people can experience the same transformation that you are and they can tell a better story and create better characters. This world is built on sharing, so let's share the good stuff, right? This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we just getting started.